Hi guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hi again. You want to know something funny? So about an hour ago, I was like, I want another, I want to make another video already. And I had an inspiration for what I thought it should be. And I don't even know how long I was into it. It was probably 15 minutes. It was a long time. I don't always condense stories. So I was talking for a long time and all of a sudden my computer died. And I was like, what? And then I went to get my charger and thought, it's fine, it'll still be there. I'll just make that part one of what I was talking about, and then I'll make another video. And when I got back on my computer, it was totally gone. Totally gone. And in my mind, I was like, wow, I just wasted 20 minutes of my life. Um, But that's God. So... This isn't what I was talking about earlier, and I'm going to talk about something different now. That's God for you. Pray with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So earlier, when I was praying about how to even begin this channel, I was in adoration. If you're not familiar with adoration, or if you haven't heard that term before, as Catholics, we believe in the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. So in the bread and wine that is transformed into Christ's body and blood at each and every mass, adoration is the moment where that happens in mass that's frozen in time. And Jesus in the Eucharist is exposed in this beautiful, gorgeous, golden monstrance, it's called. And a priest will set up adoration, maybe in a church or in a small or large chapel somewhere. And people worship God, a lot like in the Old Testament. Um, Yeah, I'm not, this video isn't supposed to be about adoration. So if, if you do not understand it or if you're not familiar with it, it's amazing. Hopefully I'll talk about it again another time. But all that to say, I was in adoration earlier. And I was praying about what to talk about. Lord, what do you want me to talk about? And In my parish's Adoration Chapel, there is a little notebook of quotes for each day of the year. 
and they are usually based on the Eucharist, since it's in an adoration, a Eucharistic adoration chapel. So it's usually centered around the Eucharist, and a lot of the time it talks about the saint of the day. If there's a saint, we're celebrating that day. So someone who is in heaven now. And today, um, August 29th, is the feast of the Passion of St. John the Baptist or the beheading of St. John the Baptist because John the Baptist, who was Jesus's cousin, he was beheaded because he preached the truth and it angered someone. It's a good story. If you want to read that story, it's in the Gospel of Mark in the Bible, chapter 6, verses 17 through 29, pretty sure. It's a really good story. It was the Gospel at Mass today. And when I went to adoration today, I was looking at what the quote for today was, and it was this. And I think it is supposed to be the springboard of what I'm supposed to talk about. So I would like to read that quote to you. I don't know how to pronounce this person's name, but I'm going to guess French. And I'm going to guess Francois Mariac. You can look it up. The quote's great. It seems that after 19 centuries of extraordinary glorification, the small host for which so many cathedrals have sprung up, the small host that has rested in millions of breasts and that has found a tabernacle and worshipers even in the desert, remains as unknown, as secret, as when it appeared for the first time in a room in Jerusalem. Light is in the world as in the days of St. John the Baptist, and the world does not know it. I think that's really true. Um, I was really inspired by that quote. And I was really inspired at Mass today by the homily that our priest gave. He was talking about John the Baptist and how John the Baptist was always pointing other people to Jesus. How he had his own disciples and how some of them even thought that he, John, was the Messiah, the anointed one, the one from God who was supposed to save everyone. And I got to thinking about that. And I was like, John was probably tempted a lot. I mean, not to think he was the Messiah. Like John wasn't delusional. He knew he wasn't Jesus, but it was probably tempting to take a lot of praise and to think really highly of himself instead of totally pointing people to Christ. It was probably tempting to allow people to latch themselves onto him because we all want to be loved. We all want people to be um we all want people to be um 
happy for us and there for us, and that's good, but not to the point where we become a crutch or not to where we are the one they are depending on. I went on a retreat this summer and something the priest there said, if we become a crutch for someone else, then we're inhibiting them because they'll never be able to pursue Christ on their own. They're always going to rely on us and they shouldn't have to rely on us to come closer to Christ. And I thought about that again at Mass this morning when our priest was talking about John having disciples, but how John never gave in to that temptation. And he was always pointing people to Christ, telling them, no, I'm not him. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. John even became imprisoned, and that's eventually where he was beheaded. And even then, he wasn't asking all of his disciples to come to him or to spend time with him or to stick with him in the end, he was still telling them, go to Jesus, follow Jesus. And as I was praying about that in adoration, I thought, what if God allowed John to die so that his disciples could more freely follow Jesus? Maybe some of his disciples were never going to believe that Jesus was God. Maybe his disciples who had known and loved him before they ever met Jesus, maybe they always would have loved John more or thought that he was the Messiah. And so maybe God allowed John to die so that any disciples who felt or thought that way could really come to the truth. And even though John, during his life, was trying to push them to follow Christ, maybe it was only through his death that they were able to do so. Just the thought that I had. And so maybe sometimes in our life, we have people that we think God has given to us that help us grow closer to him. And we love those people. And for good cause. They help us grow closer to Christ. That is a good thing, a virtuous thing. We should love those people. But then maybe they die. Or maybe they move. Or maybe suddenly we just aren't able to see them or talk to them as much as we used to. And maybe that hurts. And maybe we don't understand why at first. But I invite you to consider that maybe in those moments that Christ is calling you not to rely on that person totally. He gave you them for a time and when you needed them. And you should be grateful for that. For any people who bring you closer to Christ. But rely totally on him. Pursue him. Not a person, not another person, not a relationship, not a vocation even, not a job, not a career, not a major, not, a, not even friends. Like don't pursue anything in the place of Christ because you'll always be found wanting. You'll always be left, you'll always be left dissatisfied. Be grateful for those people. Consider who God has put in your life to be 
in a way a prophet like John the Baptist for you. Pray for those people. Thank God for those people. And consider maybe who he has used in your life. Sorry. Who through you perhaps has been drawn closer to Christ? Maybe who have you been like a John the Baptist for? And pray for those people and thank God for using you as he has. Just something to consider on the feast of the martyrdom of St. John the Baptist. And to close this episode, I guess is what I'm going to start calling these. Um, there's a prayer to St. John the Baptist that's really short and sweet. It comes from this Catholic devotional, I think you would call it. It's called The Word Among Us. It's really awesome. It's full of daily mass readings and reflections for afterward. And then there's always a prayer for the reflection each day. And this is the one for today. I invite you to pray with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. St. John the Baptist, pray for me to remain faithful to the end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. See you in the Eucharist. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.